Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Stare Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your host, Ben. Today... It's a very sad episode. Today... Oh, we don't have to make it sad. Today, we're talking about... Um, since we all loved it so much, we're, we're talking about Morbius again. Today. Because we all love Morbius. So, yeah, it's a Morbius sweep. Um, it's a Morbius sweep episode. We're going to talk about Morbius 2. We're going to talk about um, the future of... Two. We'll, we'll sprinkle in some El Mierto. No, we're talking about MCU stuff today. Sorry. Today we're going to talk about Damn. Moon Knight and Doctor Strange. Damn. The two newest MCU installments. Moon Knight, like we said... And though we actually did talk about Moon Knight episode one in that Morbius yeah. episode, but um, now Moon Knight is over. We've made it to the end of the show, and it's all done. Um, so I guess we're gonna start with Moon Knight. As far as Moon Knight goes, I think this is a show that has a lot of really high points. I think Oscar Isaac did a really great job in this show. Um, I think it's probably my favorite blockbuster performance that he's done because um. Yeah, he was better in this than he was in Star Wars. Um, yeah. And sure. I think that the show had interesting things going for it. I think that um, the idea of it being about these, like, avatars and gods is pretty cool. Um, I like what the post credit scene is setting up, and I'm really looking forward to this supernatural side of the MCU with Blade and World by Night. Um, and, but, you know, and I, I think the horror elements of this show are pretty well put together. Um I like the character work done for Mark Spector uh, and Stephen Grant. I think that, especially in episode five, which, it, like I said, is one of my favorite Marvel TV episodes ever. I really like the character of Layla. Uh, I thought Ethan Hawke did a good job in this show. But I think that as the show kind of fell flat for me in the writing and directing department. Um, really? I thought... Yeah. I thought, I thought the directing what, was really, I, I thought, um, really listless. Ooh, I thought the directing mainly like one of there was one of the directors who didn't do as well i thought but i really liked whoever the duo all the duo, oh, uh justin benson and Aaron yeah i thought their episodes i thought had some great direction yeah i mainly. think that well who directed episode five i think them i'm gonna okay. double check i think them yeah um like it's it's easy to see why those two are, got selected to do loki season two um but i feel like overall there were a lot of pretty listless direction. No, not that. Never mind. It was Mohammed uh, Diab did episode yeah, five. Yeah, Mohammed Diab did episode five. Okay, but yeah, like I just kind of feel like, like maybe something was sort of lost in translation because Good I move. feel like for every like moment that I thought was really well directed, there was a moment that I thought looked like very cheap or very poor for what it is, um, and like. You know, there's. I think there was a lot of filler in this show. Also, like every As episode, we, sort of feels like, like, like a pilot to another show. Like I didn't really get the feeling that there was a huge like story developing. Yeah, um, I, I think we've said before that all these shows really seem to flow so much better as like one movie, one big movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and though... I think I Except think WandaVision, that, I guess. Yeah, that's what that's that's why I still think WandaVision and Loki are my two favorites of this because yeah, those feel a lot more episodic. Um, whereas I'm kind of sick of this whole like 
six hour, four hour movie thing that they've been doing. Um, so like, I think She-Hulk could wind up benefiting um, from an episodic format because that shows more of a comedy. I think Miss Marvel has potential as a, I don't know what that, what that's When's that like, start? Actually. When's Miss Marvel start? Uh, one month from now, I think. I think yeah, in, in June. In June. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, soon, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. But um, we'll see. Yeah. But I I also think that another thing is this is completely unrelated to the show itself. But I'm starting to think that it might be a bad idea for them to release a finale of one of these shows the same week as a movie coming out, because then <laughs> the the finale just gets really overshadowed. Like Hawkeye should have trended Hawkeye for a lot longer than because they revealed like... Kingpin and then No Way Home came out. Yeah, came out after No Way Home also. No, but the Kingpin reveal episode was the week. Yeah. Way Home. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So that's really all the gist I have to say. Like, it's an it's an okay show. I think that. Um, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this character in the future, but also I kind of feel like I think I, I might have talked about this with either Ben or Cam that this show sort of just really feels like more than any of these other shows that they're just trying to get Moon Knight into the movies by yeah setting it up I in guess, a show. I guess I'll go next. Um, I found I really enjoyed this show, and um. One thing I really enjoyed about it, too, was this was the first of all the shows that had, like, no previous connection to anything we've already seen. Because this is the first, like, original hero show. All the others, like Hawkeye, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision are all pre-existing characters. And um, I like that it stays yeah, and separate. I, and it, there's only one reference to the outside. Yeah, only one. And it's super minor. Anyone can miss that. But, um... Yeah, no, I found myself, like, constantly really invested in this show. Like I said, like, the first episode, I, we we all loved. Um, yeah. The sec- the only episode, really, I was thinking about it a while after the finale. The only episode I didn't, like, really love, love was, like, the third one. And other than that, like, I enjoyed all the other episodes quite a bit, especially, like Tyler said, episode five is hands down the, the best. Oh, episode, episode five is phenomenal. Episode five, like, almost made me cry, like, a couple times. Like, yeah. this show, like, if it wasn't for Oscar Isaac, I, there's no way this show would be as good as it is. Yeah, I, That's I, I don't think another actor He is this off. incredible. Like, he has sold me in the past, but, like, here, like, he's, like... He's giving it his all. You can tell he has so much care and for this like character and that he really saw something in this. Like both Mark and Steven are just super interesting characters and yeah. like it was like you you couldn't like you really can't tell like what his like in a way like obviously Oscar Isaac's normal voice is um Mark but like Steven like if you like, I don't know. You he seems like a British person for sure. Like I, he, he changes his whole demeanor. Yeah, he changes. That's really I, I, like, I, so like I, this isn't my favorite. I'd go one. I'd go Loki, WandaVision, then this. But like, a lot of this, like I, I don't know. Yeah, like Tyler said, I guess there's not really much to say about it in the end. Like. You either really liked it or you're in the middle somewhere. But, like, I don't know. I, I was just really invested in the story. Like, I loved Ethan Hawke. I thought he was a really intimidating villain. And um, 
I liked um, Layla. She was a good character. The finale was really solid. Um, I loved... I, I know Ben didn't like this. He was talking to me about it. Ben didn't really like when they grew... When um, Conchu and the crocodile thing, whatever, grew. But I loved that. That reminded me of, like, some kaiju shit. And if you know me, kaiju is, like, one of my favorite types of, like, genre. I love giant monsters and all that. Um, so, yeah, I don't... I don't have much else to say. I really enjoyed the show. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with this character in the future because, like, I was just really invested in a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and finally, for for me, really quick, uh, uh, I already said I loved Oscar Isaac in it. You know, not really adding much there. Who, um, does, who doesn't love Oscar Isaac? He's such a great man. He really, yeah, he's no, a great actor. Um, I think it was really cool that Layla, like, they made up their own superhero for the MCU. Because I don't know if I ever told you this, Tyler, but I always thought it would have been really interesting. Um, I thought about texting this. It would be really interesting if they, like, they've made original characters from scratch, but it'd be cool if they made a main character. From scratch, like uh, I didn't know she was made. She was a new. I didn't know she was a new character. Yeah, they uh, made her up, but so yeah, I I really like that part of it and how they they made they managed to make a really good likable character. Um, as far as Ethan Hawke goes, um, he was good in the show, but I just didn't really care for his villain. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so Ethan Hawke, um, he was good in the show, but I found his villain just underwhelming and not that special in, in the end. I just think, I honestly thought, like, I, I agree, like, if that was not Ethan, just like if that was not Oscar Isaac, if that was not Ethan Hawke, like, I don't think I would have cared for the villain that much, but Ethan Hawke, like, always just brings it his all to, like, any performance he does. So, like, I just thought that, made it for that just made him more interesting like i i thought he was really great and you don't you don't think he would be into the moon knight if it wasn't oscar isaac me yeah i mean honestly i can't think of any actor that would could pull it off as well as he did like what if this imagine if it was like i don't know like tony from 13 Reasons Why or something. That would have been crazy, actually. Imagine if Christian <laughs> Navarro played. Oscar. Yeah, like, like Oscar Isaac clearly saw something in this character. Like, if he's, like, a producer. Oh, I mean, he's a stuff. big part of why it works. But Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, sure, it probably could have worked with someone else. Like that I mean, was... like, I think, like, the writing is good for the character and stuff. Yeah, obviously. Um, I enjoy... Anyway, uh... I thought one thing. I'm just gonna get my issues out of the way and go fast, so we can get to yeah the the real discussion. Yeah, I'm... not that we just want to get this out. Like we kind of do. We we obviously want to get to the bigger movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. let's be real. I have very little to say about Moon Knight. Like like I I've said everything I need to say. I feel like. I mean, and uh, the movie today, Doc, you know, it got it overshadowed Moon Knight. Like, 
Let's be real. Which is which is what I'm saying. They don't need they, they don't need to keep putting these finales lined up with the same as a as a movie. Yeah. Yeah, wait, won't won't Miss Marvel? Yeah, no, I was that? just gonna say, isn't Miss Marvel gonna come out like have an episode? One episode? Is it out? is it and... gonna be five or six? That is silly. What is it six? Yeah. Wait, it's gonna be five I can't imagine it being five episodes. Okay, that's enough. No, it'll either be episode five or episode six, I think. He's saying what ones will come out that week. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's this that, but that brings up an issue. These shows are becoming too short. The reason why I think yeah, it's too Falcon short. Winter Soldier, I think Falcon Winter Soldier worked six episodes in with the long movie format because yeah, WandaVision it, was nine episodes and that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, like they can keep our interest for longer, and also they just. Like, I think one weird thing with Phase 4 is that they've came out with so much in just two years. Like, in a, in a year. It's insane. That's insane. Like, yeah, I know. It's so crazy to think about it. But, but like, Falcon Winter Soldier is the only one I think worked with this long movie format because, like, it felt like they had the story down. Yeah. Like, and... It doesn't feel like they cut a lot of stuff. I'll also offer a counterpoint. I'll argue that WandaVision is the only one that works with an episodic format too, because I think yeah, it's it's literally like really poorly. It 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 kind of is. WandaVision's kind of like a love letter to like TV shows in a way. Yeah, (laughs) it it works as a binge too. I will say. Yeah, and it's that's a great that's a great show as a binge and as episodic, but. Also, um, I'd like to mention that I think What If is really bad in terms of the way that it handles its episodic weekly format. Yeah, in like, a way. So I think they that, need to find a happy medium because they what can't if have... Feel, what If definitely does feel more like a TV show, but then they just yeah. try to make it like... You know, they can't have... They, can, they need to find a happy medium. They can't have these episodes feeling inconsequential so that you can skip them week that, by week. But you also can't have the people just waiting till the end because then you're not going to build weekly viewership and hype. They need to figure out a happy medium, and they don't have it right now. And and I mean, they are starting out, and they start off really big last year. And like, but like, look at all those deleted scenes taken out of Hawkeye that like came out or whatever. And yeah. I feel like the same is with Moon Knight. I just don't feel like they are getting these stories down perfectly. And like, and I'll argue that it's the same for the movie that we're going to talk about. I, I I think Phase Four is really showing its flaws this year, personally, or yeah, at least in the up. maybe not this year, but I I think Phase Four is, is really starting to show its flaws. But if mm, anything, I, this is that. this is uh giving me a little bit more hope for Miss Marvel because they've had they've been working on it for so long. Like, I don't know. Um. Yeah. So, but I think this show just could have been longer. It could have fleshed out stuff a little more. And I know not everything has to be explained in a movie or show, but like some of this, like I just there's parts I just like I had no clue what was going on, and like all of like the Egyptian history and like all the names you had to keep up with it was just like, yeah no i think the show has a little too much exposition I, I'll, I'll add that it just became mm. a lot after a while um yeah. my favorite episode though was episode four i thought that was a great episode and re- with really cool 
horror and uh, suspense. Yeah, and... that's another thing I did like about the show. I liked that it, the, it had like a few horror elements in there. Um, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. know that like a lot. We're kind of beyond the fact, but when this show was about to come out, people were saying that this was pushing the boundary in terms of what gore they were allowed to show. Yeah, I don't nah. think that this was. It is creepy though. I, I will admit. I will. There admit, was more blood than like Wandavision or uh, Loki or something like that. But I will. Admit, but really, like, like they they said that they pushed the limit. That that yeah, I they did not believe that just, for a second. They're just I would also filthy. argue that that thing that Oscar Isaac said about how this show is the first Marvel character study since Iron Man one. I also completely disagree with that. I do agree that this is a character study, but I this is this is not the only Marvel character study. Like, yeah. I, yeah. So right. that's Moon Knight. Yeah, I mean it's a it was a solid show. I I just I didn't love it. It was kind of underwhelming. Um but I'm excited to see these characters again. All right. Yeah. Now on to the what's the word I'm looking for? Something. On to the big the big the big boy, the big this, show. And this you may have a preconceived notion of of how we're going to be talking about this movie, but you will be very surprised to find out that I... That this movie rules. That I did not like this movie in the slightest. What? We're talking about The Northman. I thought you liked that. Oh, you... Oh, sure. I'll talk about The The Northman. Northman Northman is a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, Look at our... uh, Follow us on Letterboxd and you can see what we thought about it. We have a Letterboxd now. We rate movies on there and um, you can see little reviews. And um, yeah. All right. So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is the newest installment in the MCU movie-wise. The first one since No Way Home. And the first yep, Doctor long time. That's really <laughs> saying nothing, actually. Yeah, the first um, Doctor. Well, I guess the first solo Doctor Strange movie since 2016. So that's something. And yeah, well, um, this movie—it's a lot. A, like it or lot. not, there's a lot to talk about here. So yeah, I agree. There's a lot to talk about. Um, do we want to start? Do we want to start happy or sad? Because Tyler is very sad. And yeah, if you cannot um, tell by his voice, he got on a FaceTime call with us a few nights ago, and it sounded like he was literally like he didn't know what to do with himself. He was very I didn't know sad. what to do with myself. I this barely is, said a word on the car ride home from this movie. I was just like, "This was that could not have been." I it. believe this was one of Tyler's like most hyped movies, like. Like Ever. I'm talking like yeah this this was Endgame level hype for me for the past year and a half since WandaVision ended, um, and that was only amplified by No Way Home and, um, and let's by... let's let's throw in there I don't think any of us actually like the first Doctor Strange movie yeah none of us like that none movie. of us like it I haven't liked we all him. like the character I really like I really like but... him he's like he's proved him in everything I Stephen. Was great in Thor Ragnarok. He was um, great in Infinity War and Endgame. Great in Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, he's a great character. Benedict is awesome, and um, I hope he keeps playing this character. 
Well, he says he doesn't want to stop anytime soon, so I think... We Did gotta... he? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's um, cool. He's awesome. I, I think he's great. Like, he's, and, like... And as far so... as that character goes, I think... I think the strongest element of this movie is... I've said this in a lot of stuff, but, like, um, for well, for one, my boy Sam Raimi's back. Yeah, let's go. And his biggest strength has always been horror and well if you want to cut me off for one yeah i will (laughs) his his biggest strength yes it's horror his style whatever but is a lot of strength his one like in terms of characters he always takes a really empathetic approach to so many of his characters and it adds so much depth if you look at like I don't know, just all his characters have so much to him, like a simple plan, even like silly stuff like Darkman, like Darkman, there's, so there's so much heart put into all of his characters, Um, you know, the Spider-Man movies. And so I think the biggest strength of this movie is that uh, they do that for a lot. Of it people. has a style. It really yeah. does. It's um. I'm just going to go, I'm mm-hmm. just going to straight up say this is one of my favorite movies in the MCU. I was, this is everything I wanted the first Doctor Strange movie to be that I felt like I didn't get. Sam Raimi is the GOAT, like Ben was saying. He's all, he's like one of my favorite filmmakers. I think I, it's he's everyone here. I think he's all of our, up there as one of each of our favorite films. Yeah, I would I would say he's he's up there. I think he's an amazing blockbuster director. Um, and even like under, his underground stuff is great. Like Evil yeah, Dead. Yeah, Evil Dead. That's Evil Dead is one of my favorite ever. horror trilogies. A simple plan, the gift. Like I love the guy. It's I need, um, I need to rewatch just... um, Drag Me to Hell though because I didn't. Oh, like that's a good movie. I like it, that. He was the perfect movie. perfect choice to direct this movie. I think like. Like, I, I don't know what I would have thought. I feel like I would have been very different on this movie if Scott Derrickson did actually come back to direct it like he was planned to. I don't know if I would have liked it as much. But, like, he really made this movie for me. Like, we'll get to soon. The writing definitely has some flaws in it, for sure. This isn't a perfect movie. But this is, like... Perfectly for what I'm looking for out of a blockbuster, this is like everything I want. Like, this is like the climax of this movie kind of had me in awe because, like, if we're going back to like when I'm sitting in the theater for like the Avengers in 2012, I don't think I would have ever imagined there being anything like this in a in this franchise like today. Like, it's just, it's a crazy movie. And um, who else wants, who wants to go next? Yeah, that's so, just my, that's kind of just my messy, like, start. Like, I was just awed by this. So, movie. don't take this personally at all. Like, this is not me digging at you guys, your guys' opinions at all. I would like to use your guys' opinions, though, to explain mine um, briefly. Yeah. Ben okay. mentioned that uh, Rami has a talent for approval. Uh, showing his characters pretty sympathetically, I would agree with that. But I think he, I think that that was really lost in translation here because I think that 
that a bunch of the characters here are portrayed solely as plot devices instead of as humans, which really kind of just didn't work for me, especially because I've always been a person that the strength of Marvel in my eyes is the characters and their, and their interactions, not like the action, the action and like that stuff, like it's cool, but that's the cherry on top. I like the characters for what they are, mm-hmm. um, which is why I like Spider-Man is, so, is, is my favorite yeah. character because they, they've given him so much time. And I think that my huge, huge issue with this movie is, like, I I think the writing is horrific in this movie. And I think that the character work is sort of hand-in-hand hand with that. I'm not going to blame Sam Raimi, even though he didn't he write did, it. He yeah. did contribute to writing the plot. I will pin the blame on Michael Waldron. Um, I'll, but I'll get into that a little more later. I think that what really just bugged me to no end about this movie is how unsympathetically I think they portray Wanda because I know a lot of people think that they portray her as like a sympathetic villain for me I don't see that at all I think that it's insane that I feel like Green Goblin is literally portrayed as more sympathetic than her in this movie which is absurd to me in my mind yeah but I think I think it's more I think it more so I don't think, like, there's parts in this movie where Wanda is literally evil, and it is sad to see, but I do yeah, think, I think it does. It think... has something to do the with thing like, is, though, the dark The thing holes. is, though, is I really like, don't think that was driven home very well. Like, I, I've known about this for a very long time. I've known that the Darkhold was going to do something to her. But yeah, I feel well, like, like, look what I feel it like they just to... jump straight in. I, just, I think they just jump straight in to her being evil without any build-up and i think, I think they should have really really they but like, built it up yeah that's true but like look what it look what the dark hole did to that like dr strange variant in like that multiverse that's like, true look but what it still, did to him. like i guess we're going right into spoilers. Yeah, yeah, okay. we're going right into spoilers okay yeah, but they this still movie. killed him in a heroic way i think uh, that I that doctor strange variant i wouldn't um Sinister Strange, not Sinister Strange, um, Superior Strange, I think is what they call them in the movie. Yeah, they don't call them anything, I don't Yeah, the, the Illuminati Strange, Earth 838. Or something like that. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, like, Strange that Doctor Strange goes to see, not the one in the Illuminati-verse, like the one okay. from yeah, the no, broken... I understand, I understand what you're saying there, but the way I see it is that that comes so late in the movie, after we've seen Wanda commit all these horrible acts and act... I'm going to go as far to say that this is character assassination. Like, I don't know how they're coming back from this personally. And I've, and Wanda was probably my second favorite character behind Spider-Man. And I have no clue how they're going to write their way out of this one personally. Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't feel the same way. Like, I still feel like Wanda could come back from this. I like, I, I see how this affected like your take on Wanda, but like personally, I still I, love her. Like I still love. Wanda. I feel I, like I did not like. I the way feel like that just the way Wanda acts in this movie just like adds to like the like intensity for me and like the like the horror aspects, especially like that. There's a sequence. Obviously, you've seen if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. There's a sequence like halfway through the movie, which is like absolutely like shocking and horrific and it's it's the scene when the we're talking spoilers you've seen the movie if you're watching the, if you're listening to this so it's the scene i'm referring to is when she assass literally murders the illuminati like in like a snap the snap of a finger pretty much like 
it's it's really scary stuff and like and not only does it like show that wanda is really a threat it shows like how how insane this like this like plot device the dark hold like what it can do to a person like we've seen wanda in the past be like a really good person like in age of ultron and i don't know infinity war wanda vision we've seen that she is a good person and like what this thing is doing to her it's basically possessing her i yeah like, i think for me i get i i get what you're saying Tyler. yeah i get what you're and saying. i think it's fine and it's fine that you think that to me i just don't see it as wanda because i don't yeah it's like this. that's kind of how i take it but they definitely should have built it up because it just happens like and i like knew, you, we all you knew get the, you get the hint in wandavision like that's where it's gonna go but like i would have liked just a little bit more I'll also I'll also circle back to WandaVision. I think this this movie does a horrible job at acknowledging WandaVision personally. Like we hear her reading the dark hold at the end of WandaVision. She hears her children calling out to her. And then in this yeah. movie in this movie she's just trying to replace another Wanda. Like that's all she's trying to do. Like like there's no there's no reference to these these other children that that called out her name. Like I I just don't get I don't get what, and I know that, like, it is, like, I know that Sam Raimi said I didn't watch WandaVision, like, and that's, I think he watched, he watched, he watched a few key moments, like, he watched some of it, he didn't watch the whole thing, I know he watched, the thing is, the thing is, is, like, when we're talking about the Darkhold, I think that it is, like, like I said, this movie, I've mentioned this a lot, this movie basically has so many plot devices and MacGuffins that just, only exist in there to move the story forward. Like the Book of Vashanti, Dreamwalking, um, the Darkhold, uh, Variants, things like that, the Illuminati, um, um, the, Mount Wondergore. Like it's, I just get the feeling that, that the character work that was in place in something like WandaVision is, is just drastically inconsistent with what we're seeing here writing-wise. Because in WandaVision, we see Agatha acting almost as a, as an anti-hero. Like she, I don't, I don't see her as that evil in that show, even though she's the villain. Um, she does, yes, do some like witchy evil things, like hold the twins hostage, but it's never in like a. What was her motive? I she, her I, motive, like, and in the I, end, I, I forget. Like yeah, no, she I, wants she wants Wanda's power. She wants. Okay, she yeah. believes that unleashing yeah, yeah. the Scarlet Witch is going to destroy the universe. So in theory, this is yeah. now a heroic motivation because after what we've seen in this movie, they've done something that makes Wanda a near irredeemable character in the eyes of a lot of people, and. To be and fair, a lot of people were against what, like I, I wasn't, but a lot, I, I, I knew a lot of people who thought like what she did in WandaVision was irredeemable. This is far worse, but like then yes, again, and, she and did that's, that's... mentally, like she mentally tortured people for like how long was it? About like, a month, yeah. About a month, like that's pretty bad on its own. Yeah, no, I agree that it's bad, and I do think that retroactively, in in looking back at it you can view WandaVision as this like sympathetic villain origin story. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. I just, I just think that it's very odd that in this movie, she's portrayed so unsympathetically. She tells Reed Richards, like, I, I want to, I'm going to kill you. And I, and your children are, are at risk now because of it. Like, 
I thought that was horrible. I don't. I do not get why they wrote her. That I did way. not like that line either. Um, I. I think that that this one and she, like the whole movie is about her hunting down a child and like her motivation is as a mother. I don't understand why a, a child that she does not know and she doesn't know anything about her family. Well, yeah, we she obviously she, know that America. She said she kind of just viewed. She said she kind of just viewed America as like a supernatural being from like that's what she said. I believe. Yeah, like it's it's like oh another thing. Strange, our Strange uses the Darkhold in the movie, and he is nowhere near as he is nowhere near as corrupted as Wanda is in this movie. Well, we so see I don't, the consequences of that, though. We do see the it, consequences, but what it does, well, yeah. Now, now he has a new eye. Yeah, he has a new eye, but like, <laughs> he, do his motivations change at all? Does his character change? No, like, I, I just, we, we see what, I mean, but yeah, but also in a way, we had it for like a little any. Yeah, he only had it for like Wanda had it for months. We can assume strange yeah, well, only used. True. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. But another, so like, like I said, like I feel like, like for a character whose whole motivation is being a mother, being motherly, I feel like it's really confusing why they went the route of having her threaten so many children and parents in this movie. Um. Well, she threatened. She said, "Like, what? Is, what she said to Reed Richards was she? She was she wanted to know if there was a mother that would take care of the children, right? She wasn't threatening. Well, that was well, that was directly threatening to kill Reed. That in was the process so. threatening to kill him. Yeah. And like, I think I think it's just more of like, like she's given up. I don't know. She's had to she's, give up so talking, much, so she just I, I was think, like." She, she feels like there's nothing a character. left. He's what a else broken else character yeah. who just wants happiness. So yeah. I feel so like what he's say, lost what so say. much. Nothing seems to have been so going like, her way. So like the Darkhold is probably easier easier to manipulate and corrupt her, whereas Strange is... Well, yeah, because yeah. Wanda, think Wanda as a character, she lost her brother in Age of Ultron. Well, she, also, had to watch, she had to watch her the love of her life die like three separate times. She lost yeah, well, her children. She well, lost. What I'll also say is, I feel like in areas all of her DVDs are up, destroyed after yeah, Thanos they, they spawned. Set up, yeah, they all her Blu-rays are gone. Their family. What I will say though is, I feel like this movie takes a lot of time in areas to set up the the notion that Wanda is this like dark parallel of Strange, where like Strange will do anything to to win, sort of, and Wanda will do will do anything based on emotion. Strange will do anything based on logic. I think that's an interesting thing to do, but I feel like they just don't drive it home. That's the other thing is with the writing of this movie is I think that they, they try to do a lot of things. Like I think that the, 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 the concept of Strange caring so much about America because his, he had a sister who died and he felt like it was his fault. I think that, I think that's that was very interesting. I think that was very interesting, but I just feel like, that was a connection I had to make on my own. The movie did nothing to drive in that 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 America and even Peter Parker to extend in No Way Home um, was sort of this like replacement sister figure for him. And well, I feel like it's pretty easy to fill in the blanks. To be fair, but the thing is, is I mean, it's, I, it's, I, it's like it's like the, the other it's thing like is, the... I feel like I feel like the other thing about the writing is that this movie doesn't work at all without the knowledge that we know, like. Like we know that the dark reading the dark hole corrupts people, 
And but some people who didn't watch, even if they watched WandaVision, they're gonna be like, why is she so evil out of nowhere? Like, I think that it's just it's supremely lazy writing, and uh, there's so much exposition in this movie. And I feel like, but they they just take such little time to develop the certain characters and i just was very confused why they went this route like I, I think wanda is a tragic villain because of what i know in wandavision what i know from the comics and what i know from 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 like things that that we know however the movie portrays her instead as a crazy monster which i think is a horrible way of portraying that she is a tragic villain i don't think she shows an ounce of sympathy in the last in well, at the, the end, whole movie, except the very end, which, like, if Doc Ock was given a better redemptive arc than her, I think, like in Spider Man Two, like, like they're very different, though. I know that they're very different, but also someone having to destroy what they created because they lose something, and then dropping something on themselves in order to die and save the city is pretty similar. Yeah, but the characters are not similar in the slightest. Really. Well. Well, on paper, sort of. Like, Doc Ock got corrupted. So did Wanda. Um, and proceeds to, to, to wreak havoc on the world. Like, this is not this is not the main point I'm trying to make. I'm well, he doesn't to want to wreak havoc on the world. He wants to finish his work because he believes it will do good. So, yeah, like, what I'm saying is I think that... That... I'll move on from Wanda because I think that... that so much of what I don't like about the movie does does have to do with her, but I'll move on to something else. I think in the end, this is like a movie about happiness and like what pe- some people are willing to do to get to that point or what they believe they can do to get to that point. And so with Wanda, it's more extreme and tragic. Because if the whole movie strange is being asked, are you happy? Are you happy? And he says yes, but yeah, it's, you, it's, there's a part of him that's still unsatisfied with that. So yes, and I see that. I just don't think that's very compelling, personally. Like that's just that's just my yeah. My I mean, that's fine. On this movie, yeah. No, I totally get what you're saying here. I love. Like, I'm not going to deny like... that there are character arcs present in this movie. I just didn't care for many of them. Yeah, I, that yeah, that's understand. I I mean, for me, just that idea works, and that's why it definitely took a lot to settle into Wanda's character change because she is she's like definitely my second beloved character I've always found aspects of her very relatable um, and which is I think why it hurt seeing some of the stuff happen in this movie and why yeah it and really it does for me too and there's definitely some parts I was like okay I don't think you need to go that far I and I know that's why I also wish it was built up a little more, and also it, I think just the weirdest part is that she wants to go after a kid to do this, but then I always have to rem- then I also remember well she's so vulnerable right now, and this fucking demon book is like getting into her soul and like telling her to do this shit. Yeah, like, true. So it's going to make her go extreme and well yeah. i'll i'll argue i'll argue the opposite though the dark hold is like it's like a symbiote it amplifies the characteristics of its host and it gives it the tools to get what it wants done i think that 
this is all coming from Wanda. However, it is amplified. So I wouldn't argue that she's possessed. I think that she is corrupted. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I meant. Um, It's, it's, she would, I think normally she would have a better way of wanting to find her kids. But yeah, the dark hole is twisting it by, by giving her this more knowledge that there's a faster and easier way to get to what she wants. And, and it turns her, and then she becomes desperate. So, like, yeah. I I think that another thing that that when we, when we both I think we all agree that they should have built this up a lot more. Um, but one thing that that I personally think was a huge mistake is jumping straight from the her villain reveal to her killing like a hundred people at Kamartage. I think that is way too big of a leap. I think that what they should have been doing is they should have eased her in. To becoming more and more villainous and then once the Illuminati scene happens then that can be the breaking point because I feel like some of the Illuminati scene lost its shock value the second time I saw it because I needed to see this movie twice because I was so lost the first time I saw it I think that the Illuminati scene loses its shock factor following the Camartage sequence because we've now seen what she's capable of of course she's going to kill these people like yeah so if we're if we're wanting to go in a different route now, why don't we talk about the Illuminati? Oh God. Okay. This um this is definitely one of my issues with the movie. I just did not give a shit about this. <laughs> like the cameos, it just what did I didn't think they were necessary. I didn't think they were interesting. I just they just felt they felt like what I don't like to see in cameos and it's just like kind of pandering. And I think, I think stuff like the, like this worked in Spider-Man because they are actually incorporated into the plot, but these guys just show up and I don't, I just did not enjoy it. There's some interesting ideas within it. Like, uh, I know we just disagreed on this Tyler, but the whole, like, seeing like infinity war from a different perspective kind of like from a different universe that was an interesting idea but like i just don't i just don't care i just i didn't care for when mr fantastic came up and like also i just i think this part just had really weird directing and it just didn't feel like a part of the same movie until they all but it was I thought the Illuminati was just a fun little addition to the movie. Like I, I thought it was pretty cool to see John Krasinski. I like John Krasinski. I thought he was pretty good for the most just, part. He wasn't amazing, but I like, liked him too. I'll I'll give him that. I'll, I liked like his, I liked I, he his wasn't performance. like he wasn't amazing. Like he was in it for two minutes. What? Like I, I think like I I just honestly like I just enjoyed the fact that that part of the movie just happened. Like I thought it was. I will say, I will I say, my friend, this, my friend had it, no clue like about anything really that was going to happen in the movie. Like, so like he was, he just thought it was really funny that John Krasinski just showed up out of nowhere. And I'm thinking like from that perspective, if I had no clue, I got it spoiled. If I had no clue, John Krasinski was going to be in the movie. I would have been like laughing for like a solid like five minutes. Like I wouldn't have been able to control myself. I'm almost glad I knew. Yeah, so 
Um, what I'll add. Um, and Tyler's favorite. And Tyler's favorite character is Black Bolt from Marvel. Yeah, Anson Mount, greatest actor of all time. Honestly, but, um, um, no, but my... I I will say though, what I will say is my favorite Illuminati member was easily Professor X. I liked him a lot in the movie, and that's. So, I... yeah, yeah, no, you go, you go. Yeah, so I've found myself um, growing more and more attached to the Fantastic Four characters. So, and I've—if you remember our fan casting episode—I think I mentioned that I thought John Krasinski's read was a little bit of a boring casting because it's just done so much. But now that it's here, now that well, I guess people, like the, some people think he's not going to play him still. And th- I think he, he is. I think he's like it's 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 it's, it's as good as done. I think the real question now is: Is he going to direct it? I think he will be playing Reed Richards though, but. I will say that even though I think the the writing is really clunky in this scene, and I think that it is, it is really, I think that it is pretty transparent that none of them were in the same room, especially John Cousins, because the lighting is different on him. Like, that's just a small nitpick. But um, even though the writing is pretty clunky, I think he did what he had to do in order to get like with three minutes of solo screen time, he did what he needed to do. Yeah, exactly. Like it was so. so... I think that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him as Mister Fantastic again. I also really did care for Professor X. I thought his death scene was actually pretty sad. His um, that was honestly, I have to say, that scene when Professor X goes into Wanda's mind was hands down maybe one of my favorite moments in the whole movie. Like. That scene was like scary. I felt the tension. The the shot like of the mist coming towards him. That was like haunting. Like that was so good. I, I think what what makes I me sad about that scene. Yeah, what makes me sad about that scene is like all the Illuminati members except Professor X cuz they're all kind of assholes except for Professor X and all it honestly. Seemed, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, Professor yeah, X usually it's kind of Professor X is the asshole. Yeah, so that that's what I thought was a little out of like and you can't like, go you can't go wrong with Patrick Stewart. I like mean, a lot of people okay, are criticizing I... like Reed giving away that Black Bolt could could kill Wanda with the the blister of his mouth. I honestly don't think that that's that bad like because Reed is cocky. Like that was that that felt like a Reed Richards cocky moment, giving away his weakness and then like underestimating people because they're not as smart as him. That made perfect sense to me in all honesty. Yeah. I did not mind that at all. Can I, I can I be I'm I swear to you I'm not joking. I, I one of the better one of the better if I like had to like rank the cameos, I guess. I would say honestly, I would say Black Bolt is up there. Not Charles? No, Charles was well, I think Bruce was the best camp. Uh, Bruce oh, camp. He's camp Bruce. You know, but, we haven't even talked uh, about that. Uh, but then, but if we're doing like actual like characters, I definitely good old Chuck was my favorite. Uh, and then either Chuck, uh, yeah, Charles. <laughs> okay, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, um, just love, love. He's I was, I honestly, I, I don't know. I just thought Black Bolt, like they nailed the costume. I thought he, and was, I like that they I, gave him the I'm, wings. If, and if I think right. we all had such low yeah, expectations because we all knew Black Bolt was going to be in the movie. I think we all had such low expectations on Black Bolt that yeah, like, wait, we all kind of wound up. Yeah, he, like, oh. he has one line. 
and it's in a flashback. Yeah, and and if, I think I if think... I'm right though, he he looked different in the Inhumans show. Oh, yeah, right? he yeah. just looked like a king in that show. Like he didn't look like a yeah. And the, I think I think the reason why he's up there for me is because he comes from quite possibly the worst thing Marvel has ever put their name to. Yeah. And I right. think it is. Um, and and they, like, I don't know. I just thought he was in. I don't I know. I haven't seen it, and I never will, so. Yeah, don't ever watch it to anybody out there. But uh, can we do have to show you one clip from it, though. That's later, though. Um, but I don't know. I just thought he, he looked cool i liked the costume i just i like i liked how full-on they went with it whereas like in humans it's just like he just looks like an an asshole (laughs) um and i just thought the idea of the captain marvel variant was neat yeah i mean Um, it was it was a small little thing but yeah i mean i think the worst one i don't know maybe captain captain card i i she did not need to say I can do the okay. could do this all Plug day. Moment. Plug moment. Um, supplementing this episode, I'm going to be doing a TikTok about how I would fix this Illuminati stuff, especially with Captain Carter. Uh, so you can follow our TikTok, um, which is now yeah. yeah. I'm sorry we have it, but it's going to be good. So um yeah, <laughs> I fucking do not like Captain Carter at all. Um, I don't think anyone does. Who likes Cap? Who likes the idea of that character? It's just lazy. I, I also think that it's kind of pathetic that Captain Carter has had a big screen debut before Sam as Captain America. Um, Facts. Sam is so much better. Yeah, no, but so, and especially, uh, how does Captain Carter, of all characters, put up a decent fight against Wanda? Like, Wanda was struggling for a little bit to fight Captain Carter. I do not believe for a second that Wanda couldn't just wash Captain Carter in an instant. Yeah. I think that fight was so mismatched. It was, yeah, I, I don't know. But, I mean, someone said this, like, I mean, they kind of had to do it. So, like, she wasn't, she wasn't just, like, I. it's, like, it's kind of like Captain America. Like, he somehow just, like, can find a way to stay going for a little bit. That's true, yeah. Um. But, yeah, uh, I, I thought her death was one of the better yeah. uh, deaths in it. I think, I think. Black Bolt had the best death, and then Wanda, yeah, not Wanda, um, blown away by that Captain sequence. Carter. <laughs> that sequence was just like bizarre. Like the fact that that was in a Marvel movie, like was just so blew me away. Like that was pushing the limits. If anything, Moon Knight didn't push the limits. That one scene in Multiverse of Madness really pushed the limits. You see, like the blood, like come out of his face after. Yeah. He, his head blows up from the inside. Like, that's just, like, insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we can just take a second to talk about the visuals in this movie. Like, holy crap. The visuals okay. were insane. Also, like, what was your guys' favorite action scene? I, I my favorite action scene was probably, like... I the, really like the music note fight. I love the music note was really, like, creative. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I loved, I, I have to say, I loved um, Zombie Doctor Strange. Like, that's just, like, that right there was, like, literally my genre of film. Like, 
like I said, like I was just so blown away that that like zombie Doctor Strange scene even happened. Like I was, it, it was something. It was something with all the little like black demons flying around him and stuff. That was something straight out of an Evil Dead movie. Like yeah, and all their like weird little voice like come here. Yeah, like <laughs> holy crap! Like I, this movie was just like seriously like it was really just up my alley. Like I was shocked i liked it as much as i did like i wow <laughs> that whole end sequence was just i guess weird. i i want to i want to pause this and give and give a few more things that i did like about the movie because yeah i, I have to i there's some things i still want to talk about yeah because i've been super negative on this movie the whole time um yeah tyler doesn't hate this movie either. i sort of do hate the movie but it's okay, it's those things mind. i love yeah, Ben, shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, okay. what, what I'm going to say is I, I, I liked Sochi Gomez. I didn't like that they wrote her as a plot device for most of the movie, but I thought she was she did a good job with what she was given, and I think she did a good job at making me excited to see where she goes next. I was already really excited because I love the Young Avengers. Uh, I'm not sure why. There was no scene between America and Billy and Tommy. I thought that would have been a nice little nod to the Young Avengers, but I guess not. Um Oh, one of the things I want to talk about was America Chavez because I, she was also one of my favorite parts of the movie. I just thought she was yeah, she a really likable. Yeah, I just like. I didn't realize really how young she was either. I was telling Tyler like I didn't know she was like fourteen when she filmed it. Like, holy crap! I didn't know she's she's talented. Yeah, like I didn't realize how young she was. Like, and then of course you got um the King Wong loving. Um, I wish they did more with his character personally in this movie um, because I really liked that character when he had at the end with Strange talking about how he didn't need to see uh, other worlds because he's happy in this one. I thought that was a really nice moment. Yeah, Uh, Wong put a nice bow on the movie. Wong is just a great. Um, Other than that, like I I I liked his interactions with Wanda, but like I feel like I I want Wong to actually get some character development one of these movies because. I feel like they, they they use him for the plot in this movie, like which is the same issue that I have with so much of this movie, unfortunately. Um, is that Wong is sort of this like this is a a plot device for Wanda and a plot device for Strange and I mean, did you? Really... I think that. Oh, I thought you were saying in like all the movies he's in. Oh no, I, I I think that in certain like Shang Chi, like I'm fine with him just like appearing in that because like he's not supposed to be the focus of that movie. But here, like Wong is like the secondary Doctor Strange character. Like he he's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, and he's the Sorcerer Supreme. And I feel like the movie mainly for jokes almost. Um, not really. I wouldn't say. I, I I would actually I actually wouldn't say that. I, I think that. I think this is the serious they take Wong. Like, yeah, I feel like this this movie I feel like is the most serious they've taken him because I felt like he was a pretty much just a straight up joke in the first Doctor Strange movie. Like, I mean, I love him in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I like him in all his appearances. You can uh, never go wrong with Wong. But you know what? Um, I, I I actually you know what, what Tyler I, I would say I you, would you say. want some development for my king? You want some development? 
Okay, well, then yeah. you can join me in a campaign to get that Wong and Ned show. Oh, made. you mean the Morbius and Wong movie? No, oh, the Morbius and Ned movie. We're okay, gonna... but actually, and I, show. this movie did sort of... I honestly think that a Wong show about him rebuilding Kamartage, they don't even need Strange for this. They could out a little cameo if they want. With America Chavez and Ned in it would be a, a great. I think that that would also. I think be a it would nice be a masterpiece. Nod. It would be a nice little nod to the fact that America was supposed to be in No Way Home also, and Sochi gonna sign contracts to appear in that movie. But things happen, so. Yeah. Um, True. I think that show would be a, a genuine masterpiece. And yeah, I think that would be a great show, honestly. But um, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I'm also, really, I'm really excited to see where America goes next because I think that she was definitely. A greater part of the movie for me. I hope Michael Waldron isn't writing her though, um, because I have a new public enemy number one with. Marvel hey, you saw and what and you Michael saw Waldron. what he did with Loki. He did a good job with that. Mm. He did do a good job with it, but hold on. <laughs> I'm now realizing how much of that was Eric Martin and how much of it was. Oh, I thought was he was. The, I, I thought he was the sole writer. I didn't know. Is he yeah, not so episode writer? four and six. Also, were... Loki has some shoddy writing. Also, Loki is great, Ben. So you can well, Loki has good writing, but there also was a Michael Waldron was head writer for only a few. Isn't Michael Waldron? Doesn't he work for Rick and Morty too? Yeah, and his Rick and Morty episode is not all that great either. I think. What's his Rick and Morty episode? It's the let's see one cam. That's a good episode. It's all right, but um, okay, we're getting a little violent. No, so, we can get violent. That's what the so show's all about. Michael Waldron, I like the Loki writing. Like, I think those Loki scripts were interesting, but I think he that, seems um, like a nice multiverse man. of madness. Multiverse of madness really showed me where his weaknesses as a writer lie, and I think that it ties back to Loki. Like, he just kind of says shit in his scripts. I didn't mind it. If I'm being real, I, I didn't care. I was just so into, like, everything that... I can see why someone wouldn't be, but I was just like, this movie just works for me. Like, if you haven't already tell, told, been able to tell, this movie just straight up really worked for me in, like, almost every way. Like, I, I will admit, the writing's not perfect. Like, Tyler's right. He does kind of just say shit sometimes and you're supposed to just go with it but like it just worked for me i think like it was more sam raimi that worked for me than michael waldron obviously but like i i really just loved this movie so much like it was just like a lot of it i was just so shocked that i was just seeing it in a marvel movie and i had a great time yeah so i feel like michael waldron just kind of writes shit down like and then makes whole scripts and stories rely on it like um, Nexus event, timeline branching, multiverse, variant, like Book of Vishanti, Darkhold, Dreamwalking. Like it, it's. I think it's just really lazy writing. I think he's decent at writing dialogue. I think there's a few pretty clever one-liners in this movie. That's where I think the writing lies best. Like, like when Deadpool comes in and goes. Yeah, like when. That's Deadpool just lazy writing. Like, like when Deadpool walks into the Illuminati headquarters with Blind Al and goes, Oh, look, Jim Halpert's spaghetti on the ground. <laughs> but, um, Jim Halpert's spaghetti on the ground. 
I, actually, you know what? Maybe Michael Waldron wouldn't write a bad Deadpool movie. I, I got to think about that one, but I, I kind of hope he stays away from. Oh, you! I don't. Now you're alone, he's, he's probably a delightful man. He seems like a, a little bit of a strange fella, if I'm being completely honest. And he wrote Doctor Strange. Whoa! He will be. I know he's, his okay. next project is the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie. I hope. I pray that he sharpens the well, half of that skills a little bit. Has already gone to shit. So that's true. Happen. I don't know where what how they could. But yeah, yeah so Michael Waldron. Because he has his weaknesses. Get your money, I guess. He's still young. Like he's still like an early. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Jack Schaefer maybe come back and do one of these things. Maybe. I'd like to see. um, Yeah, I think that'll be great. Um, I think that. But yeah, so. uh, If they do proceed, don't let him direct or don't let him write Young Avengers or America Project because that would not fit. I'd um, be fine with it. Tyler, go home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't want a, sh- a show that I-, I don't want the writer of Loki spending time with so many um, LGBT characters because I don't think he writes them very well. Oh, that's true. I didn't realize. Was she LGBTQ? She was, right? America, yeah. That's a huge part of in the comics is that she's a lesbian. Other than her pride pin, which definitely was not Michael Waldron's doing because that is a set design decision. Yeah, and also the Lego figure comes with a little pin of which the is, pride flag. Which... which is on the on the part of the Lego Corporation. <laughs> so, Michael Waldron, count your days. That's what I'm saying. He's he's gonna kill. He's gonna Tyler's gonna kill Michael. Deadpool is <laughs> gonna come for him. Oh, uh, I been... did like Rachel McAdams in this movie. Um, yeah, I, I like her. Like Rachel really McAdams is the... a cool. She was way better in this one than she was in the first. I one. totally agree. I also loved that shot of her grabbing the demon, and it's it's it, it looks like she's holding the camera. I think that I thought that was really funny. that was that awesome. was like I, I like I said like. This movie, like, really the horror elements, I wouldn't say they were, like, too scary. Well, there were some scary parts, I'm going to be real, but, like... This movie's scary for eight and under, I'll say. Like, yeah, yeah, kids will not be happy with this. But, like, yeah, I just... So much of this just worked for me, and I was like, this is just awesome that I'm watching this in a packed theater with so many people. Because it really is just... It's a weird movie. It's, it's like, it's weird at times. Another thing I will say is... Like I said, I saw this movie twice. I think the second time it worked more for me. But then sitting down afterwards, I was like, oh, that wasn't that great, actually. Like, I think if this movie's like, like, in the moment, I think it's entertaining. But I think after the fact... I've seen it twice, and I thought the second time, like, I liked it even better. Like, yeah. I liked, well, I think I, another I, one I of my issues like is... Better the second time. I think another one of my issues is that um, I will see two it. hours, some of the I don't know. I I felt like it was kind of dragging in a little bit, like near the toward the end. But it, I mean, it was it wasn't it didn't last that. And long. I, I will see it a third time. I also think. Yeah, I, I am think... going to see it again next week. Uh, catching in three D finally, but you know, perhaps with a friend. Who knows? Um, yeah, you never know. Yeah. I'll also um, add. I'll maybe also add one one last thing to cap this off. We skipped over the greatest performance in this movie, Bruce Michael Campbell. Stahlberg. Oh, cool, cool dude. It's cool he's still working. 
in movies like this. You know what? Get. I'm glad he got his bag. He did not need to be on the poster for this movie, though. He's not on the poster. His His name name is on the poster. That's because he has like the with credit. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Also, another thing I thought was kind of funny is how the trailers put emphasis on Rintra, the Green Bull. Oh, and oh he yeah, and said he, there's nothing. Two words in the movie. And he he, he sounded so funny. I'm glad he was. Yeah, just I, there. I died laughing when. Like I'm so, spoke, it's honestly. so funny to me that he nobody acknowledged that there yeah, was. Okay, another thing I will say is some of it I'm sure it was intentionally campy, but I think this movie has a lot of really funny moments for better or for worse. Like, like it's a Sam Raimi movie. Like <laughs> Wanda saying. Wanda saying it won't be Wanda that comes for it, it'll be the Scarlet Witch. And then Wong materializes and looks into the camera. I thought that was so funny. The Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. I loved that. Um, Also, I would have liked, like, this is obviously, like, more like MCU stuff. So, like, like, this is, I'm judging this movie as a movie rather than as an MCU chapter. I don't think this movie, I don't think this movie needs to set up a ton of stuff. But but it did. It's it almost was. to the point that it feels like, like they were going out of their way to avoid trying to set up stuff. Like I think that there should have been a little bit of a more open end with the twins uh, because they need to be on the Young Avengers or else it will flop. Um, really, I wish there was a little bit more of an open end with. I don't Moro. know. I, I'm not a huge on the twins. I think they're. The thing is, I really, I, I do really like the twins, but that most of that is due to the fact that I love the Young Avengers comics. Um, also, why does everybody hate that ice cream song? Like, I, I didn't hate on it. I forgot that it happened because the second time I walked, it's kind of to buy a glitch. Is this just me? It's kind of, it's kind of scary. <laughs> It was well, just like, no, I, it I, was I, kind of scary. I thought, I thought, I thought it was gonna break. I thought it was gonna break into like a musical number for a split second. Can you second imagine if go, like they just turned no, into but, like, like demons and then Wanda? It was revealed that Wanda was turning the twins into demons. That's horrifying. Yeah, but, like I've seen people on Twitter be like, "What the hell was that?" No, it was fine. I just uh, I, no, like threw... it was literally just like a scene. Like I was like, "Okay." Yeah, it just threw me off. I thought they were gonna start you like. like ice I also cream. think yeah, and their voice really funny. I think it's really funny that people were trying to say that you need to watch What If to understand this movie because you fucking <laughs> oh, hell don't. No, you just the people were just saying that. My mom was very confused, though. I will say, my mom was didn't even realize that was Peggy Carter because she was. You know, because I feel like the thing is, is if you look and see Peggy Carter, the first Avenger, like she, no, they like, didn't. They said Captain Carter. They didn't say. Yeah, well, like most people are gonna get it right away, but it's it's just sort of like, oh, didn't. well, I don't need to watch What If. This is just another version of Cap of Peggy Carter. Um. So yeah, I thought. That it was really fun. Like, other than that, like, nothing that happens in What If affects this movie at all. Like, not even the, the Supreme Strange from What If. He's not in this movie. He's not, yeah. People thought that. Thank God. Him. That's not him, yeah. I, Thank okay, God. But I honestly, I wouldn't have been mad if he was in it, though, because I thought I liked that character. They ruined right? him. What do you mean they ruined Oh, in the finale. Oh, yeah. The finale. yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I was not acknowledging the finale. That's right. Yeah, because that's that shit. The void to me. 
I was just thinking of the episode on its own. Yeah. That's well, true. even then, I I tried. I watched it again. I was bored out of my mind watching it, but it's okay. That's a good yeah. episode. So yeah, there. Are, oh, another moment that I love in this movie though is um. Mordo talking. That seems strange. like a push. When Mordo talks to uh, Strange in America as they're getting poisoned, and they do the punk rock heavy metal montage of Wanda Dream walking. I thought that was so funny. That was so Raimi. <laughs> it was yeah, so. That's cool. why I liked it. That's why I yeah. liked it. The, it's I, really I also loved the monster. I love Gargantos at the beginning too. The squid thingy. Yeah, and that was when crazy. they like ripped his eye out. That was... Did you guys? Agree uh, there's a bunch kind of, of people in the theater with oh! like jack shit. What? You guys agree it's kind of funny that Mordo kind of did like jack shit in this. Yeah, like, the yeah. main, it's just, he was just the kind of, main Mordo wasn't even in it. He, he just kind of was a dick. Well, <laughs> you you've heard that like originally the regular Mordo was gonna die at the beginning. Apparently, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that was that's pretty much confirmed at this. Point it's probably a good thing they didn't. Die. That would have been because, awesome because okay, next movie it would have been shocking, sure, but like it would have just ended. The- <laughs> Doctor yeah, and for six years now, you can go. Like, you can go. Let's be real. Mordo was character. so boring in the first one. I do not care about. But Mordo the thing that. is, I think he does have potential. Like, I, yeah. I think that there's potential. I don't think Chiwetel is an amazing actor, but I think that he's talented enough. But I don't think it's Chiwetel's fault. Okay, yeah, I think that's just a really boring character. But, but oh. yeah, you can go off something like what I think the third Doctor Strange movie should be is combining like elements left over from the first one and with Clea who's introduced in the post credit or the terrible post credits. No, yeah, Charlie's I, Charlie's Theron rocks. I'm sorry, that was cool. I'm glad she's I, in it. I like Charlie. That scene was scene. shot really badly, I thought. Um and so they and they keep Raimi. Okay. So if they just let Raimi do a straight up Doctor Strange movie, no multiverse, no Everything else. No, Michael think... Waldron. That's what I want. Just keep him away from this. Well, yeah, okay. But I hope they that bring would be, that back. Be, so they, just to make Tyler mad. That would be such a good movie, I feel like. Well, it depends on when they want Doctor Strange 3 to come out. Because Michael Waldron has a Star Wars movie to work on right now. I maybe he'll get canceled. I don't know. I think. Well, I think he already is bordering on being canceled. You ever look up his name on Twitter? Why? What are people just salty? People are a little salty. People are also a little salty about. Uh, I've I've not followed this, so I don't want to give too much traction to it in case it isn't true. I've seen a lot of people complain about um the representation in Loki and how it feels like fake representation, um and how Michael Waldron was like driving the force behind that. But who knows about that? Uh, you know what, Sam Raimi, keep making movies. That's what I want. Please don't disappear again. Uh, we know Oz wasn't your fault. Yeah. So did you guys true. know that this movie was edited by the same editor as Thunder Force, I Feel Pretty, and How to Be Single? Awesome. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Epic. Yeah. Um, right, I will right, also say uh, this movie's pretty well shot. That's all I have to say. I think that wraps up this episode. In conclusion, in conclusion, the great stare average for this movie, because Marlon Marlon wasn't here, but he really liked it. 
The Great Stair Rapids is a solid 7 out of 10. Yep. Um, you funny. know, guys, I'm, I'm it's okay to disagree. I'm dragging down these averages, but I did it. You this are, time. though. You're, you're, oh, yeah. you're usually not. I thought you said yeah, I'm, I'm usually not. not but I thought I you said I'm not the one who drove down this average. I was like, what are you talking about? You literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, glad it wasn't. Be glad that I saw it again, or else it would have been a lot lower because I was, a, I was really ready to slap it with a one after seeing it the first time. Yeah. Well, I made the comparison. I, th- I made the comparison, the best comparison I can make. The first time I saw this movie, I felt like how people who hate The Last Jedi felt when they first saw it. He felt like Michael Stolbarg in this movie. Yeah. I think I think the moral of the story here is um, we all disagree and we're still friends. So I actually, think no, everyone else I actually really, you really don't guys. like Tyler. I really yeah. don't like it. No, I, I, I think that me and you guys are to have a cage match over this movie. No, I'm, I, this is actually like something that the internet needs to learn. So you guys shouldn't be joking about it. Um. Wait, was that serious or? <laughs> no. Well, no, I'm not being to... that serious, but I mean, let's be real. The internet needs to learn that. Yeah, totally. But okay, I also need to fight Cam in a MMA yeah. match over uh, whether. Well, Black yeah, Black we're, actually, we're actually we're actually we're all three of us are uh, gonna go to China to uh to that cage match fight that you see in Shang Chi, and um, we're gonna fight Wong in Abomination, and I'm voting on Wong. I'm sorry. Guys. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Have a nice day and week. Farewell, and remember to do the great stare.